Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Hey, I got a great guest today for you. She's on a mission to spread pure joy and inspire others to their true power. Don't we need more people out there like that? So she's an author of Train Your Head and Your Body Will Follow. She's a host of her own podcast, Let's Keep It Real. And she's done it all in the fitness industry over 30 plus years in the field, including being the Philadelphia Flyers' first female trainer. I need to know about that. That's amazing. And she's also NBC 10's fitness expert. Among other things, she's going to teach us how to change your life in three minutes per day. Hey, please welcome Sandy Joy Weston. Thanks for coming on. Oh my God. Can you just follow me around, Joe, and do my intro? Yes, I'll be your right energy. You got the yeah. right energy for me. You know? I'm going to be your hype person. I'll do that. I'll come up to Philly and do that for you. Yeah, so. that would be good because some people introduced me and now Sandy Joy Weston. I'm like, no, yeah. I need, you know, excitement. Yay. I was having to hold back. I didn't want to, I don't want to go too hard in there. So, uh, so, uh, I I can't make people wait. I can't make them wait. So you're, you're well known for your, your motto being all it takes is one to three minutes a day to change your body and your life in a positive way. So first of all, why do you believe that? Let's start there. By the way, I've, I've tweaked it a little in years to come. I now have said recently in a positive, powerful way. Okay. So that it's not just about always being positive, but being powerful in a positive like way. It. So I did not realize this, Joe, but I've lived my entire life doing things that only took a few minutes to get into that powerful mindset. I've been doing it since I'm a kid. I did not realize it until later in life, like, whoa. But the reason I believe that is because, and you know this, there's nothing more important than where your headspace is. What are you coming out of the door and showing up in life? And it doesn't take a lot. You know, getting into that positive, powerful mindset can only take a minute to three minutes a day and then you take action. So it's not like there aren't going to be other things you do. You're going to find the workout that works for you, that you love and you're excited about, whether it's a few minutes every day or an hour. And there's so many different ways to move your body. You're going to send that email, go for that job interview, go out on a date from that space that's going to serve you well. And to me, I mean, that's everything. So taking those few minutes to do a check-in of where you are can have a huge difference in your life. No, absolutely. You know, so people think, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get started when I feel motivated and there's not many days you're going to wake up. We, we, we're fitness people. We do this for a living. Do you feel motivated to work out every time you go work out? No, but, (laughs) but. Because we've trained ourselves every single day to the outcome we're going to have, right? The days we don't feel like it, we think about our game plan, the end result we want, and that gets us to the gym. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so action comes before the motivation. So if you need to get in your headspace for one, you can, you can, you have one to three minutes, right? We all are busy people. We all can get in that headspace. And all of a sudden when you make it a priority and you got your headspace, right? Hey, guess what? You're making that happen. Even if it's just a five minute workout. So that's a great way. So, you know, you've got a master's in exercise physiology, you know, you've been in the fitness world for over 30 years. So, and you said you kind of always realized, when did you start doing that with clients, helping them with the mental side of things? Okay. So do you mind if we go back a little bit and I tell you a little story? Oh, I love stories. Okay, yeah, go for good. it. 
So I'm going to jump into something, by the way, I'm going to move forward to something that most people didn't realize about me until the last year or two. I grew up in a very humble beginning in the projects with a mom that spent, unfortunately, 50% of her life in mental institutions, and they weren't the well-funded ones. So I had to figure out a way to keep in a joyful mindset because everything around me was completely crazy. And you can go one way or the other. A lot of my close friends, and I don't blame them, got heavy into drugs, right? That's what they did. I'm a very obstinate kid. So Joe, the fact that I grew up in this surroundings probably was good for me because if I grew up in a pippy skippy family, I could have been the drug dealer just to be <laughs> obstinate. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. So I didn't know why, but I knew ever since I can remember that movement made me feel good. And I would just dance around. And I started taking dance lessons when I was four. And my uncle, I bribed Uncle Don to take me and pay for him. And I knew that I felt better when I moved. So even if I wasn't in class, I would move for just a minute or two, play on my favorite jams, and I knew I felt better instantly. The second thing I would do is I would home in on one word. I freaking loved words. I loved words. So I would just pick one word of how I was going to show up for the day. And I would say to myself, okay, maybe it was peace. Maybe it was love. Maybe it was just ease and flow. It could have been fun, power, joy. But I would focus in on that word and to ask myself, well, what could I do right now to bring myself joy, peace, love, ease, and flow? And I would combine that with my movement. And then the third thing I did is I would write in a journal. Even little when I was little, I would draw when I couldn't even write. And I would not only write about, okay, the issues going on that were private, but I would also write about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and accomplish. And this stuff didn't take that long. It took a few minutes and I would do it throughout the day to get myself in that positive headspace to visualize and dream big on where I wanted to go. Now, I also believe there must have been divine intervention here because the situation was pretty bad. And I don't know. Everybody says, well, how did you know to do that? I don't know. It just came to me. It was like an innate thing that these things were going to help me. But then once it did help me, I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And all the naysayers, Joe, that were like, you know, just be grateful to graduate high school. It's awesome if you're a waitress, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I had bigger plans. Right. So I would do this stuff. And yes, it got me beyond what I could imagine, graduating high school, going on to college, getting my master's, owning health clubs, and making a living out of it and doing it with my clients. So even when I started out with my clients, when you, the reason I wanted to tell you this is because my foundation is that's how I lived my life, doing those things every day. So I applied it to my clients, but I still wasn't thinking of it as mental health, mental fitness mindset. I just knew that if I got them into this positive mind space or positive, powerful space, I could get more out of them and they would get more results. 
So that's what happened. So long story short, here I am using it basically to survive and go beyond what anybody expected me to accomplish. And we're going to go with even well-meaning people because they just didn't want me to be disappointed and hurt. So my life was so magical. Can you imagine? I just wanted to do anything I could to, for everyone else to feel like I felt. Wow. That's awesome. That's, that's kind of my story too. I was overweight. And, and once I lost the weight and felt so much better, I, I wanted to do, help other people do the same thing. And that's what I, we mm. get to do every day. It's pretty amazing what you get to do every day, right? Help someone change their life. Yeah, and, and if you experience something like that, like you said, your journey, what you felt, you wanted to even more give that to others. So I have to ask, how overweight were you? And what was your aha moment? Uh, well, I was 250 pounds. I was playing football and mm. I was injured and the football career was over. So I had to decide, yeah, am I going to go towards 300 or am I going to start going down towards 200? Mm. So um, I figured out I no longer needed to be a big guy running into other big guys. So I figured I'd lose <laughs> the weight. <laughs> so, yeah, because so I, I, mean, I didn't feel good. I got bigger on purpose to try to I got, I tried to get muscled, but I got more fat than muscle. So I got that. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I figured I'd feel so much better. And, and I did. And I was like, oh man, there's probably other people that, you know, wake up and have that visual reminder that they don't feel good. They don't look good. They're not who they mm -hmm. want to be. And once you can lose that weight, it just, everything kind of falls into place. When you feel better about what you're, what you're doing in your life, I mean, you can help others do the same. So it's been amazing. Yeah. And you know, you know, it was possible because you did it yourself. So, you know, you're coming from that space. So they're going to have more belief and faith in you. Yeah. And it helps people that they've seen, Hey, Oh, well, he's, they don't, some of them don't believe it till I show them the, show them the picture is like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you were ever overweight. You know? Like, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. yeah. And if I don't exercise and eat right, it'll, it'll come back again. Right. So I just, <laughs> just do the things to keep it away. <laughs> Never again. So. I hear you. It's a reminder. Yeah. So let me ask you this. You have worked with some hugely professional, powerful people out there. You've been able to train them as clients and coach them up. So what are some lessons you've taken away from some of these people? And you can feel, feel free to name drop too. I got, I got my toes out of the way. You can drop some names if you want no, to. No, that's okay. <laughs> well, I do two of two. I had, I was so lucky to have amazing mentors in so many different areas of life. At one point they called me Philadelphia's favorite daughter because everyone just seemed to be helping me. And so, so much gratitude. But two of my mentors I want to mention right now, one was Pat Croce, who was the trainer for the Flyers for many years and owned very well-known and successful physical therapy clinics, which he went on then to sell. And I, I just love him to death. And he really took me under his wing. And he introduced me to Ed Snyder, who was the owner of the Flyers at the time, to train Ed Snyder. And then... Ed Snyder said to Pat Croce, hey, why don't we bring Sandy in to work with some of the flyers that keep getting injured, like their top players that kept getting injured? Because, you know, once you're back on the ice, you don't want to train anymore. I mean, right. you'll do anything you can in physical therapy, to, you know, play football, to get your sport. But then once you're back there, so they would just keep getting injured. So they talked it over and I was like, are you kidding me? I would love to go in. So I went in with myself and seven other guys. So it was me and seven other guys. That was a whole treat. And I got to work with, I don't know if you ever heard of Eric Lindros. But of at course. The time, yeah, yeah. One of the greatest ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I was fortunate enough to work with him and the other guys we spread out. And oh my God, first of all, they were really great guys, amazing guys. But now and then, you know. <laughs> They would have to play with me because I was a female and I won't name names, 
not my guy, but some of the guys would come up and think it would rattle me. They'd come up and work out nude. Mm. They thought that would be cool. And I would just be like, you had to ignore it. Pretend, you know, have a stoic face. <laughs> and then go out in the hallway and go, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> but, I mean, Ed Snyder, Pat Croce, uh, Pat is still with us, Ed has passed on, were two people that I admire for so many reasons. Because when you're in the line like, like like they were you're getting hit from all sides about what people perceive or think about you especially in the media you know when you're that big and they really taught me to tune out all that negative chatter and not care what people were thinking about me around me and be true to myself and that was, you know, it sounds, you know, easier said than done, and it is, but I saw it in action because I would be, I can't what people would say about them. Or also uh, one of my other big um, mentors is Brian Roberts, who was the CEO of Comcast at the time. And I, they would say all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, that's not that guy. I mean, no, they're really great. They were wonderful. But they say, Sandy, calm down, calm down. You know, the bigger you get, you're going to have to be able to handle the hits. And even if it bothers you, you can't let them see you sweat. And you have to be able to let things run, you know, off your back. And I remember at the time, I didn't understand that. And then I was married before and my husband, he was a great guy, but he changed his mind and didn't want to have kids. Well, that was a big thing to me. So here's this great guy that I'm getting divorced from and no but he could figure it out. So they were making up stories. And he and I, it was like the easiest divorce. It was like, hey, you know, this is just not something I want. I know it means a lot. Okay, fine. Part of our ways. But people were making up all this crazy stories about me, you know, that I was having an affair or this or that, or, you know, maybe I was now into women, nothing wrong with that. But like, they were just making up all this stuff. And Ed Snyder said, you just go into your gym. Cause I was freaking out. Like it was right in my gym and all these rumors were going on. And I remember it, it was so valuable because he said, I want you to look him in the eyes when they say, we heard this, we heard this. You look him in the eyes, you say, it's all true. Man, am I having fun in life and just keep going. <laughs> and I thought, why? Because you say it's all true. You're having an affair, you're getting, you're whatever. I said, okay. So I did that. And boy, oh boy, the gops up stopped like that. And I, I was, of course, it was upset, but it went down and down and down because they see, they saw it could rattle me. So what that was one of the biggest lessons I had about not reacting, not firing back, you know, not slinging mud, you know, just let it roll. You know who you are, and the only thing that matters is that. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. You, 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 that's a tough one right there. So good on yeah, you. That was you. really tough because I'm like, what do you mean? That's not, they're like, and then I'm just so private. I didn't want to tell people why. And I know this is going to sound crazy, but three of my biggest clients who loved me, left me because they thought I was throwing away my life. Mm. They thought you'll never meet anyone as great as him, blah, 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 blah. You're 35. And I did, and I had a kid, you know, who's awesome, you know? So like, I was true to myself. I meet my husband when I'm 40, got married two years later, pregnant on my honeymoon, baby comes out at 43. He's now 18, going to college. 
And thank God I was true to myself. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. No regrets. That's awesome. And it was tough because what? Because I'm not doing what you think you're going to try. And they dropped me like hot potatoes. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, other clients did, but three of my top clients, because they, they were like mothering me and thinking you're throwing your way in life. You'll never meet anyone. I'm like, how can you say that? But anyhow. Wow. Well, dang. Well, dang is right. Hey, man, they're lost. All right. They're lost. They're, well, but uh, that's the whole point. When you take a step and really listen to you and be true to yourself, even with people that are well-meaning, because they did love me, you may take a different path and than everyone else and you have to be okay with that That's and true. that that was a very valuable lesson and thank god i did have another uh, um, enough of the other close friends and family and mentors to support me you know yeah. but that was hard it was really hard and they didn't yeah. know the truth they were making it up hey if you're out there shame on you i hope you're listening <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't that wasn't relentless positivity. Let me move on from that. So, uh, so let me ask you. So, people describe you as high energy, enthusiastic, which people could probably see right now, and a force of nature. So, let me ask you: this, What's your routine look like today to keep yourself in that positive mind space? Keep your energy levels up. What do you do? What does your routine look like? Ah, this is going to be fun because it's part of the one to three minutes. So here, and I want to tell all your listeners they should do this if they don't. Before my feet hit the ground. This is my big secret sauce, right? This is the hugest thing in life that you should do. Oh, pay attention. Change everything, right? Yeah, pay you attention. don't even have to buy my books, right? Before you get out of bed, decide how you want to show up in the world. Take 30 seconds. We're talking no time at all. Think about that one word. Remember I talked about words? Just think about one word. Now, if you're really down here that day, like really low, not feeling great, then you don't say, ooh, I want to show up in a positive, powerful, pure joy mindset. Start with peace, ease and flow. You just want to go a little bit up. I just want to show up with calm today. But home in on that word. Maybe you have a big negotiation. So you want to show up with power or you're going out on a date. I want to show up with fun. Just breathe in and out and think about that one word before your feet hit the ground. And I do that every day. That's all I do. Stay there. Maybe it's a minute sometimes breathing in and out. I want to show up with pure joy. I want to show up with power, ease and flow, calm. And then I do write in my journals. I do. They're already tuned up so you don't have to spend a lot of hours on it and they're guided but i do take that minute to review my game plan my power statement my word it's all about what i'm going after and i usually usually have something that i've broken down to be this is what i'm going after for the next 30 days and there's three main areas of your life and i say pick one just pick one the others will come along so you have your body health one big area body health money career or love relationships i mean everything kind of falls in pick one and focus in on that and come up with your game plan the acronym you know your realistic goal your action plan your real motivation of why you want that and then the energy level on a scale of one to seven that you're willing to put into that you don't have to keep writing it but i focus in on it and i do because for example if somebody comes with me, hey, do you want this gig? What do you think about this deal? Uh, do you want to go on this podcast? I go right 
back to what my game plan and what I'm going after. And is that going to get me where I want to go? Let's say it's financial freedom with my new company. I keep focusing in. Well, is that going to bring me financial freedom in this new company? Uh, no. And then I turn down a lot of things and I accept other things all because I'm just refocusing myself on that. So I do that every day. Besides, I do dance resets. So almost every hour, I make sure I have at least a few minutes in there. I don't go from one thing to the next to the next without even being able to get up and dance around for a minute too. I dance around or go outside, take a deep breath in, and it makes a huge difference. I do that every single day to stay in that powerful mindset. Now, I'm not joyful all the time, of course. Ask my right. family at any given day. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. ah! okay. But I just get back there sooner, you know, because I check in with myself. It's like, this is how I want to show up. This is how I want to take action. And matter of fact, my son will always throw back at me, really, mom? That's how you want to communicate with me right now. Is that really going to get me to do it in a powerful way? I'm like, oh no, not throwing it back at you. Oh, yeah, always, always <laughs> throwing it. Yeah, he keeps me in check. So that's what I do every day. So let me ask you. It's it's pretty hard to be uh, upset and mad if you're dancing, right? You don't see many mad yeah. dancers, do you? <laughs> no. no. no, no. So what's what's your uh, yeah? What's your go-to song? You got a go-to song? Like if you if you really want to get in a good mood, what what song are you putting on? Oh, I got it because I've done it on a lot of speaking gigs. <sighs> Megan Trainers, I love me. Okay. <laughs> it's I love me. It reminds you like I love me. I don't know about you, but I love me. And I've done that song. Oh, do we have time for a fun story? Always, always. Okay. So was it four years ago? I was fortunate enough that my assistant reached out for me to be the keynote speaker to be a speaker at a woman's international conference for 50 countries from around the world in Thailand. She didn't tell me. Oh. I got it. And then she's like, oh my God, I got you the opportunity to speak in Thailand. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. Like, this is when I first was going big on the speaker gig. I'm like, oh my God, Thailand, 20 hour flight by myself. Okay, okay, I can do that, <laughs> right? And then I said, ask for keynote. She's like, are you kidding me? I go, listen, the worst they can say is no. Just ask for Kino. She's like, okay, well, they didn't tell me. Next thing I know, there's this huge flyer going out and I got the keynote. Wow. I was like, what? So even my publisher, even my publisher and my agent goes, Sandy, I'm really happy for you, but we got to check into it, make sure it's not white trafficking. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> They're like, well, you're no Hillary Clinton. I'm like, oh my God, don't you believe it? I'm like, I don't know, but. It was legit, it was great. So I get there, I spent six months preparing for the speaking engagement, six months. I wanted to have the science down of the brain. I wanted to show I knew my stuff, right? Because yeah. these are women coming from all over the world that 99% of them had their doctorates and I'm there, little Sandy Weston, I was doing the master's. And they weren't too happy about that. And I get up there and I realized that so many of them didn't really understand English that well. Now it was an English speaking conference <laughs> and they do did have to present in English, but it was broken English. So I looked at them, I go, you're not really sure about everything I'm saying, are you? I go, okay. I turned off the slideshow. I threw out my notes. I go, 
how would you like to learn to dance? We're going to dance. So I had all these women up. I mean, this was not prepared, Joe. I put on Megan Trainer on my phone, I Love Me, and we created a dance to I Love Me. Let me tell you, it changed the whole four-day conference. The whole four-day conference, everyone's like, I love me, say I love me. And it made them relax. And they came up to me and were saying that made them feel included. They were so nervous mm. about their English and being able to relate. But that made them feel united for the rest of the conference. And the reason I'm telling you that is because so many times, Joe, we think we're not enough, right? I thought, who am I? What do I have to offer? Here they are, these women trying to feed their, uh, bring food into their country, you know, others trying to get water in, just really well-known, amazing women. And here I am, health club owner. And I sold myself short because my unique gift did impact them and did make a difference. So I'm so big on, do not think whatever your unique, unique gift, it could be kindness. It could be a great listener, you know, in don't second guess that and home in on it. Cause it can make a huge difference. Cause I thought dancing wasn't enough, but my universal language of dance really brought the conference together and that's why i love that song so ever since then it's like i love me by megan trader i bet man great memories involved in that song that's really cool and, and as someone from crazy? alabama you know i'm from alabama so we we've been known for speaking broken english as well so i would uh, i would have been preferring the dance as well so <laughs> but you know what i'm saying don't we we always think oh my god look at that person did oh look mm -hmm. who they are we can't help some more than others but Man, oh man, when you just really embrace your unique gift and don't highlight all the other things that you can't do, it really is going to make a huge difference in the world. It does. So something else you're doing out in the world. Tell me about SJ, SJW Productions, because I'm really excited about what you're doing in the world. Tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, so I didn't have a magic ball, but in 2019, I sold my health clubs and I sold my wellness clinic. So. It was right before COVID. And I can't believe the timing. And that definitely was divine intervention because I really didn't want to. And then we got a great offer. And then my partner said, would you take it? And ends up, I did some in 2019. So I took a year to figure out what I was going to do. I was fortunate enough to travel around and see a lot of great things. And at the time, I had a side hustle. So I was writing books and doing speaking engagements and workshops and I was hosting podcasts for 10 years. So I took my side gig eventually when COVID hit and really honed in on it and made it my main gig. So now I host Let's Keep It Real, which is highlighting men and women around the world, making a positive, powerful difference. I do a live show called Hey, I Got Something to Say, which is a 30-minute show just for women around the world who feel like they're not being heard and then recently i go into more schools of every age and i teach different workshops either to the kids or the teachers of how they you know they can get into that positive um, mindset because of what they're dealing with even more now with anxiety stress being overwhelmed and depression. So I do it at both ends, like not just the kids, but also the teachers and, and do workshops and programs. 
And just recently, I graduated from Heroic Public Speaking grad course uh, right near me in New Jersey to take my keynotes up to the next level because I really wanted to make a bigger difference. And my big idea is life doesn't happen to you, you happen to life. And we were talking at the beginning that most people didn't know my journey. Well, that's what forced me to tell my journey because I realized, yes, it's great. I can be enthusiastic. I can change energy. I can shift energy. But if they really want to understand why I believe this, I had to tell for the first time, which was really challenging for me, little bits of my story and how I grew up. So they understood that I know no matter what your situation, it can make a huge impact. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. That's cool. What's well, easy for someone to picture a person that grew up with everything just right and everything was perfect and all that, why they're a positive person and why things are going well for them. But for someone from your background who had, her mom has mental health issues and you're growing up in not the greatest neighborhood and these type of things, you could come from that and kind of create your own story. That's motivating yeah. right there. Yeah. So that, that's I just wasn't ready till now. Like I wasn't, I've always lived in the here and now. So that's my, one of my superpowers. I'm really in the present moment. I don't, you know, I don't go back. I don't dwell. Yes, I dream about where I want to go and how I'm going to get there, but I really embrace the here and now. So I didn't want to have to go back and revisit that. And a lot of it, I did block out. But that being said, it was really good for me. I don't believe I'm going to, you keep retelling your story over and over again and over and over again, if you're going to stay there, like if you're stuck there. Mm -hmm. So if you keep telling the same story over and over again, I think you stay in that space. But when you're ready, if you can tell that story, which I am now from a place of power and motivation and to inspire others, well, then you're telling the story in a different space. And that is a good place to be. Versus I've seen people, you know what I mean? Like they keep telling the yeah. story about what happened to them and you could see they get depressed all over again. They're sad, which I'm not. I am very, very grateful for the journey I've had because there's no way I'd be doing or being who I am right now. So I wanted to be from that space. Yeah. Well, you're at a pretty awesome place in life. I would want to be yeah, there too. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's cool. I do. I do love life. Yeah. So, I mean, you're an author, you're a podcaster, you're making yourself your own TV star because you've been a TV star in the past. So what, what's next? Would you see anything else? I mean, that taking this thing next level, you're doing your keynotes. Where else do you see yourself doing? Joe, I need some ideas. So here's the deal. I better not let my husband hear me. I'm getting a little bored, meaning I love, I love doing keynotes and workshops. I do. I love my podcast and love writing but I'm going to be an empty nester because my son is leaving the house to go to college this year. So I need something else. You know what I mean? I need something else. Yeah. And I, unlike a lot of people, I miss having a big team. So, you know, we had hundreds of people that we were managing and mentoring and mostly younger. And I love that. So I don't know what it is and everything, by the way, and everything I've gotten in life, I didn't come up with the idea, like everything. It was like, have a training facility. Ooh, okay. That sounds great. Have a training company. Ooh, I'll do that. Open a club. Huh. All right. You know, three years later, you should write books. My staff kept doing. So it, none of these ideas were my brainstorms. But once I heard them, I'm like, Ooh, I love that. So if you have any ideas, people bring them my way. Cause I, I, I think I want to start, I don't know what, but another company where I'm able to mentor, manage a lot of people. I miss that. 
I really well, do. Whatever it ends up being, I'm excited to see where it goes. Because I mean, you're, Me whatever too. you whatever you touch seems to be turning into gold. So I'm gonna keep my eye on this thing. So uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure it out. So what's the best place for people to keep up with you? Is your website the best place for people to check out of your books and your journal and your podcast? What's the best place they can follow you? Everything is under, so my website, which has everything is sandyjoyweston.com, but I'm on every social media platform mm -hmm. too. Like I love putting stuff up. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn are my main three. And it's all under Sandy Joy Weston. The one and only. Sandy Joy. So, yeah. So check her out. Make sure you go check out her books and that journal is really cool. She mentioned it earlier. You just kind of glossed over it, but it's done for you. All you got to just a couple minutes every day, you go on there and it'll change your life. She's not, she's not messing around with this. this is actual truth. You can change your life if you change your mindset. So make sure you follow her on the website, social media, keep your eyes peeled. Who knows what's going to be happening next with Sandy. So keep your eyes out there. Hey, thank you so much for going. You are inspiring people to do great things because they've seen that it is possible because you've done it. Joe, I'm not just saying this. You're awesome at this, dude. I'm so glad you're doing this in the world. I'm so, so glad. So anything I can do to support you, reach out in any area, any questions, anything, I can feel your energy is so pure. And that's so nice. Oh, well, so thank nice. you so much. That's great. I mean, if coming from you, that especially means a lot. So hey, you guys yeah, make sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, because there's so many, and there are, there are a lot of great podcast hosts out there, but there's also ones that are just doing it to increase their business and i get it but it's not their forte dude yeah. this is your forte this is Thank your you. forte oh by the way can i just say one thing that i forgot oh yeah it came out this summer i almost forgot i'm using it but i came out with a kids journal for kids oh. 8 to 12 and it's called recess to reset and i love it so much that i'm using it but a lot of adults are using it so it's really great for the kids it's a fun place for them to get out their thoughts and power up with their unique gifts so Oh, if, it's, if it's aimed at kids, man, that might be that might be up my alley. I need to check that out. So <laughs> recess to it. reset. Yeah. <laughs> you would love it. All right. Well, cool. Hey, everybody, go follow Sandy. Just keep up what she's doing. Call her social media or website, all that good stuff. And you guys share this episode because somebody out there needs to hear this message that it is possible, no matter what your background, whatever you're going through, that you can change your mindset, you can change your life. And it doesn't take but one to three minutes every day. So thank you so much for what you're doing out in the world. You're changing lives every day. Keep our eyes peeled, like I said, for what you do next and keep up the great work. Thank you, Joe. Toodles. Toodles. I like the toodles. I'm going to start using that. All right. Toodles. <laughs>
Hey, is your child struggling with math? Are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You'll see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. And go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk-free and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. Check them out again, mathnasium.com, madisonal. You know what you need in your life? Some apparel app. It's where I get all my t-shirts and the Hope Dealer stickers there and all my stuff over there. But you can brand just about anything you want there. Whether you have an idea of what you want or you have no idea where to start, they can help you. Go check out their website, apparelab.inc, I-N-K. You, or you can email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use a promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some great products. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.